Good morning. It is the Lord's Day, uh, February the uh, 21st, Sunday. And later on, many of you will be going to church. Uh, many of you, many more of you will be listening to services over the internet. One of the glorious blessings of God through technology. And in fact, I've already recorded my sermon for Long Lone Pine Christian Church in Washington, PA. And they'll be uh, playing it, broadcasting it as part of their service starting at 1030. I would encourage you to go uh, if you can. Uh, I know that many of you have other churches, but I would encourage you to go and, and just listen to the singing and to the playing of marvelous songs and uh, to the preaching of the word and even to participate in communion if you'd like to. But this morning, very early in the morning, excuse me, I just had a my second sip of coffee. Very early in the morning, uh, my my dogs wanted to go outside, and uh, so now I am with them, and they're quiet. We're going to hope that they stay that way. But a meditation that I've wanted to bring to you for a few days now is found in Psalm uh, 65. And I'm going to read the, the whole psalm to you and just let you open your heart to the Lord's words. This, this is the Psalm of David. And David seems to capture the spirituality of people and the spirituality of, of, you know, the Word of God. He just seems to have a way to do that in the Spirit. So listen as I read in its entirety, Psalm 65. Then I'm going to come back and go over uh, one verse. Praise awaits you, O God, our God in Zion. To you our vows will be fulfilled. You who answer prayer, to, to you all people will come. And then verse 3, this is the special verse. When we were overwhelmed by sins, you forgave our transgressions. Has this ever happened to you? Overwhelmed by sins, you forgave our transgressions. Blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We are filled with the good things of your house, of your holy temple. You answer us with awesome and righteous deeds, God our Savior, the hope of all the ends of the earth 
and of the far farthest seas, who formed the mountains by your power, having armed yourself with strength, who stilled the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the turmoil of the nations. The whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders, where morning dawns, where evening fades, you go forth, you call forth songs of joy. You care for the land and water it. You enrich it abundantly. The streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with grain. So, for so you have ordained it. You drench its furrows and level its ridges. You soften it with showers and bless its crops. You crown the year with your bounty and your carts overflow with abundance. The grasslands of the wilderness overflow. The hills are clothed with gladness. The meadows are covered with flocks, and the valleys are mantled with grain. They shout for joy and sing. I think this song centers around verse 3. When we were overwhelmed by sins, you forgave our transgressions. Even nature shows forth the bounty of God, the goodness of God. It shows forth his desire to bless our lives. Sin entered into creation centuries before David walked the earth, perhaps, perhaps millennia before David walked the earth. But he saw the contrast between the abundance of God's provision, the peace of God being able to still the waves of the sea and the turmoil of the nations. David also saw man's part in all of this because sometimes we are overwhelmed by sin. You know, I, I always like to think of myself as a good and decent man, good and decent Christian, one who honors God in my life. And, and I try very hard, although sometimes not successfully, I try very hard to see the same goodness in people. And yet my sin 
is ever before me. I don't think it's a good thing for me spiritually to ignore my sin. I, I don't think that it's a good thing spiritually for any of us to ignore our sin. But neither is it a good thing for us to wallow in our sin and not to accept the forgiveness of God, not to rejoice in how God overcomes the fall. Of course, now you just heard Molly. She's about a 90-pound fox red English lab, and she's not as content to just sit as the others. But let me finish up here for fear that Molly might want me to give her attention instead of you. The whole intent of what I say today is that there's a flip side to this coin of sin. For on one side, we want to see our sin clearly. We don't want to hide from it. We want to acknowledge it and confess it. On the other side of this coin is the very truthful statement, just as truthful as I just made. And that is, we want to be able to embrace the forgiveness of God. We want to feel his calmness of righteousness and love within our hearts. We want to experience taking off the nature of the flesh, being able to experience God's cleansing power, being able to experience his love in forgiving our sins. It is easy to be overwhelmed with sin. And sometimes in our guilt, it can feel like we are being overwhelmed by our sin. Others take the opposite approach to deal with the chaos of sin. They just deny it. But we follow David, who allows himself to see his overwhelm by sin, cries out to God for forgiveness, and hears God say, peace, be still. It's like Jesus in the boat. When he entered the boat in the midst of the storm, he calmed the waters. This is what he does for us, my brothers and sisters. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your time with the Lord. And acknowledge the forgiveness of God as well as your own sin. Amen. Amen. I'll talk to you later. Bye for now.